You're listening to an audio sermon by Pastor Bernard Milder from Household of Christ. We trust that you will be encouraged and blessed as you listen to the Word of God. Well, family, we find ourselves in a very unique times and situations where so many things are happening around us. My heart is always blessed and encouraged when people in this COVID-19 time would just give me a call and say, the Lord has done something amazing. I got the job that I trusted God for. I got a promotion. I got an increase. I even got a bonus. My response to that is never take the grace of God for granted. Remember, there are many people right now facing challenges People that trusted God for a job and received that job. And now maybe they've received notice of a salary cut or even a retrenchment. Maybe the very door that God opened for you is closed now. Family, God is aware of that situation. Paul wrote in Philippians 4 and he said, Whatever situation I find myself in, whether I've received the promotion, whether I've received the increase, whether I've been retrenched, whether I have a lot, whether I have a little, I've learned to be content. I've learned to be happy. I'm keeping the peace in my heart. Many times we put our faith and our trust in the gift, the possessions, the promotion, instead of putting it in the Lord Jesus Christ. Remember, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He will never change. But our possessions, our career, our job, open doors, those things can change. So don't base your faith on those things because when you base your faith on those things, your faith can change and will be up and down. But when your faith, your trust is in Jesus, the giver, Your faith will be constant because he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And your faith will never be shaken, but will bring stability in your heart. Let us pay a visit to Father Abraham, our father of faith. We have so much that we can learn from him, the things that he had to go through, the things that he had to face, and how he remained in faith. And that faith was accounted to him for righteousness. Let's turn in our Bibles to Genesis chapter 22 and I'm reading from verse 5 and Abraham said to his young men stay here with the donkey the lad and I will go yonder and worship and we will come back to you so Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on Isaac his son and he took the fire in his hand and a knife and the two of them went together but Isaac spoke to Abraham his father and said my father and he said here I am my son Then he said, look, the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? And Abraham said, my son, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering. So the two of them went together. This is such an amazing passage where we can see Abraham's trust was in God the giver and not in the gift, Isaac, his son. Family, when your trust is in the gift You cannot see beyond your situation. It's time for us to reset our faith and not put our trust in the gift, in the position, in the job, in the opportunities, in the doors that God has opened, but to put your trust in God. We can see here Abraham, verse 5. He said, me and the lad will go yonder and worship. We can see from this that Abraham saw this as an assignment from God. Was not going to fail God. Family, we can see that Abraham had this attitude that Isaac was the gift, 
that God gave him. He could only give to God what God had given to him. In whatever you are facing right now, Isaac came to his father and he said, I see everything is here. The wood is here, the fire is here, but where is the burnt offering? And his response was, the Lord will provide. Family, I want to encourage you. Your confession will give you possession. The Lord will provide. In the situation that you are facing right now, God is busy working to take you from where you are to where God wants you to be. Put your trust in God in everything that you do. When we face challenges like this, we can say God will provide. God will save. God will help us. When everything is down and when you are facing challenges, start to confess and say God will provide. Abraham had an assurance, a faith in God the provider that he is able to do what he said he would do. And his faith was not in the gift, not in the breakthrough, not in the healing, not in deliverance, but in the healer, the deliverer. Family, remember, when you are looking for a breakthrough, when you are looking for deliverance, when you're looking for healing, you think it's the end. If I can just have these things, it would be the end. It's not the end. It's a means to an end. The end is a lasting relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Imagine if Abraham's trust, his faith, was in his son. When he made that sacrifice, he would be destroying his dream. He would have no hope. But when your hope and your trust is in God, whatever you are facing right now, despair will not creep in. Fear will not grip your heart. If his trust was in Isaac, fear would grip his heart. Family, we can see here, Abraham said, me and the lad, we're going to go yonder and worship. We're going to give glory to God. Those that give glory to God in their trials, God will glorify them in their trials. I want to encourage you in this time not to lose focus. Keep your focus. Remember, the Bible teaches us there's a time and a season for everything. Right now, it's the time for you and for me to reset our faith. It's a time for us to get our priorities in place. It's a time for us not to lose focus, but to focus even more. Remember what you are trusting God for. Once you've received that, you'll need God even more. Abraham, when we look at the word of God, he needed God more after he had received his promise. It's a time for us not to lose focus. When God said to Abraham, go sacrifice your son, the Bible says early the next morning he rose and he went. Why? Because faith acts now. Faith believes now and faith receives now. It is that kind of faith that brings God pleasure. Your obedience is the only proof of your faith. When God spoke to Abraham, he was immediately obedient. Family, remember, let's say this Bible is my possession. If my faith is in my possession and not the giver, or if my faith is in the gift and not the giver, the enemy can use this gift to pull me in all different directions. The gift will be the thing that will cause me to lose focus. When the enemy knows that you value the gift more than the giver, 
he'll be able to tempt you 24-7. That's why many people don't have peace in their hearts because they are running after all these things the whole time. But the Bible teaches us in Matthew 6 verse 33, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added. Don't let these things become your focus. Can you see why so many people are being tempted right now in this COVID-19 crisis? Because their focus are upon the gifts, the things, the possessions, instead of keeping their focus upon the giver. What do I mean by having faith in your possessions? Family, it's that thing that you cherish, love more than God. Remember, we are not called to worship the possessions, but we are called to worship Him who possesses everything, the possessor of heaven and earth, Jesus Christ Himself. What is that very thing that can lead you in another direction? Ask yourself the question, what is that thing that can lead me away from Jesus? Remember, Abraham had the revelation God gave him Isaac. It was a promise. It was a child of destiny. He realized that. That's why when God asked him for Isaac, he could give Isaac to God. Today, we have to know in our hearts we can only give to God what God has given to us. It is his love that's been poured out in our hearts. That's why we can say, Jesus, we love you because he first loved us. We can lift up holy hands today and say he is holy, holy, holy because by his righteousness, we've been made holy. Remember, what God values most about you is beyond human comprehension. In our hearts, we are made to be like God. When you receive the Lord Jesus Christ on the inside, everything changes. Humility is not something you do. It's who you've become because you rely upon the Lord Jesus Christ for everything. Serving is not just something you do. It's who you've become because the greatest servant, Jesus, who laid down his life, is on the inside of you. You've become righteous, not because we are righteous, but because he who knew no sin became sin so that we can become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. The mistake that we make, we think our career, our education, our studies that we've done, our work, our position that we hold, it comes from our own hands. When your gift that you hold, that you've received, when you think it's yours and it's come from your own strength and your own ability, then you'll start to use the words, the sacrifice that I'm making. I have to sacrifice this. I have to give up this. But Abraham, he knew Isaac came from God. So when the Lord said, I want you to sacrifice your son, your only son, the promise, his trust was in God and he said, me and the lad, we're not going to sacrifice. I want you to know we're going to worship. The essence of true worship is giving. True worship comes from a pure heart, a humble heart, a heart that knows that every advancement in a Christian's life 
is because of the grace of God. Are you relying upon the grace of God to help you in the season, not to lose focus in any way? When you ask Abraham, he'll tell you. When your actions are true from a humble heart, a sincere heart, the Holy Spirit will affect it. And even if you, God asks you for a sacrifice, you'll consider it worship, but you will know what will follow thereafter. The Lord will provide a sacrifice for himself. Family, the enemy wants you to doubt your sonship right now. But it's a true son that in trials blesses the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. It is that time where you're experiencing pain and you honor God that you prove your sonship. Because the situations around you are not affecting the peace on the inside of your heart. True Christians have that gift on the inside. Not the peace of this world, but the peace that comes from God. That even while there's trials and storms around you, can have peace on the inside. Even when there's sacrifices being made, it's part of your worship. It is possible to experience peace 24-7 when Jesus Christ, that gift of peace, the Prince of Peace, is on the inside of you. You'll have peace 24-7. People can be unrighteous, have a lot of possessions and money, but they don't have peace. That's the greatest gift. That's the highest Satan wants you to doubt your sonship so that you would misbehave, so that you would start to curse God. I want to ask you, in this time, have you been blessing Jesus? Because those who bless God in their trials are the ones who will be blessed by God in their trials. In the book of Job chapter 2, in the crisis that he was facing, his wife gave him the advice and said, Why are you still holding on to your integrity? Job 2 verse 9. Then his wife said to him, do you still hold fast to your integrity? Curse God and die. But he said to her, you speak as one of the foolish women speaks. Shall we indeed accept good from God and shall we not accept adversity? In all this, Job did not sin with his lips. When you trust in God, your confession will reveal it. We can see from the situation here that Job's wife was getting frustrated and saying, why are you still holding on to your integrity? Why are you still saying God is good? Why are you saying in the good times, Jesus is Lord? And why are you saying now in the bad times, in the hard times, Jesus is Lord? Family, your confession before God is very important. Your confession is your attitude towards God. So if you are trusting God, like Abraham said, the Lord will provide your confession will reveal what you are believing. Abraham said, the Lord will provide. It was his confession that gave him possession. Remember in the book of Romans chapter 4 verse 17, as it is written, I've made you a father of many nations in the presence of him who he believed. God who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did. Who contrary to hope in hope believed so that he became the father of many nations according to what was spoken so shall your descendants be. And not being weakened in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead since he was about a hundred years old and the deadness of Sarah's womb. He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God and being fully convinced that what he had promised, he was also able to 
perform. And therefore it was accounted to him for righteousness. Those who give glory to God in their trial, God will glorify them. Family, we can see here that in this difficult time, Abraham trusting God 25 years through faith and patience inherited this promise. The Bible teaches us his confession was the thing that made the difference. He didn't look at the situation. He didn't look at his body, how old he was. If you cannot see beyond your situation, you'll never act in faith. But he saw beyond that and counted him faithful, saying the Lord can do it. Family, it was that assurance knowing that the Lord can do it, that when the Lord asked him for the sacrifice of his son, he acted immediately said, let's go and worship the Lord, our Father of faith. It was his obedience that showed us that he had faith. Your obedience is the only proof of your faith. And it was that faith that produced righteousness, the promise of God to every believer. We can see from this, even in Job's life, sometimes we go through tough times. Sometimes it's easier Sometimes everything is just falling in place and sometimes it's more difficult. I sometimes ask myself, as the Bible says, with my God, I jump over a wall. Sometimes it's nice just to jump over the wall. But sometimes you have to go into the fiery furnace as Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. It's wonderful when I hear the testimonies of people saying, I got the promotion. I just jumped over this thing. But family, so many times, there are more that's going into the fiery furnace. And I want to encourage you, in the fiery furnace, put your trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. Turn with me in your Bibles to the book of Daniel chapter 3. And I'm reading from verse 14. Nebuchadnezzar spoke saying to them, Is it true Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego that you do not serve my gods or worship the gold image which I've set up? Now, if you are ready at the time you hear the sound of the horn, the flute, the harp, the lyre, the psaltery in symphony with all kinds of music, and you fall down and worship the image which I made, good. But if you do not worship, you shall be cast immediately into the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. And who is the God who will deliver you from my hands? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. If that is the case, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning, fiery furnace. And he will deliver us from your hand, O king. But if not, let it be known to you, O king, that we do not serve your gods, nor will we worship the gold image which you have set up. What a wonderful passage. You can see these three men. They loved God more than their position that they had. They loved God more than the comfort they had. They loved God more than the future that they had. He said, Lord, you are first. When the king said, I'm going to throw you into the fiery furnace, and who will be able to deliver you? Family, it was their confession once again that gave them possession. They said, king, we want you to know our God can deliver us. A matter of fact, he will deliver us. But just to put the record straight, whether our God delivers us or not, he is still our deliverer. Can you see Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had put their trust in the deliverer? 
and not the deliverance. It is time for us to refocus. It is time for us to reset our faith. Many people today don't grow because they avoid tests. Family, whatever you are facing, God is in it with you. Remember, it was the fourth person that was in the fiery furnace with them. Jesus is with you in whatever you are facing. A matter of fact, when Abraham said the Lord will provide the sacrifice, Jesus has become that sacrifice for you and for me. It is the trials, the tests that we go through that is meant for our belief to put our trust in Jesus, the giver, and not to put our trust in the gifts. In Abraham's case, it was Isaac. If his trust was in Isaac, fear would have gripped his heart and he would not be prepared to make the sacrifice. Abraham knew that he could only give to God what came from God. It is that worship that comes from a pure heart that God honors. Family, I want you to see here that it was Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, a congregation of three that made the decision that purposed in their hearts not to bow the knee to a foreign God. This teaches us that a church with three members can be more obedient, more committed, more anointed than the biggest church. Family, make a decision. If you feel like you're standing on your own, there are many other churches that's made the decision, living churches, to put their trust in God. One of the greatest mistakes that pastors have made in churches today is that they are busy training their congregation members to be rich young rulers, putting their trust in their gifts, in their possessions, instead of discipling them to know that the just will live by faith, putting their trust in the giver and not the gift. I want to challenge you right now as a Christian. Many people, before they accepted the Lord Jesus Christ, they wanted to be rich, they wanted to be famous, they wanted to be popular, they wanted a big house, a big car, a great career. And then they accepted the Lord Jesus Christ. And now they want to be rich. They want to be famous. They want to be popular. They want a big house, a big car. In Jesus' name. What has changed? Your focus is still upon the possessions. This is the mistake that we make. We've been training believers to put their trust in the possessions. Their faith in the possessions. But when the possessions change, your faith is shaken. If you base your faith on the gift, what will happen to your faith when the gift is not there? This is why many people's faith has been shipwrecked because their faith has been in their gifts instead of the giver. We've started to serve the possessions, the gifts, instead of serving God. Can you see that when God asked Abraham to sacrifice his son, he saw it as worship because faith comes from the heart of man. And God wants all of your heart. God does not permit anybody to worship their positions. But we are called to worship him and him alone. If Abraham had faith in his son, he would not have the courage to obey God 
but because his faith and his trust was in the Lord Jesus Christ, nothing was too much because he knew that everything came from the hand of God. And you can only give to God what comes from God. Family, trust in the one who will give you the breakthrough. And don't trust in the breakthrough. Magi 2 verse 13 teaches us the breaker, the Messiah will go up before them. They will break through, pass in through the gate and go out through it. And their king will pass on before them, the Lord at their hand. Family, I want to encourage you. The breaker is the Messiah. It is Jesus Christ himself. Put your trust in the breaker and not the breakthrough. Put your trust in the Messiah, the anointed one that is busy destroying every yoke in your life and you'll see what God will do. Don't put your trust in the breakthrough. Don't say, if I can just have the breakthrough, it will be the end. It's not the end. It is a means to an end. The end is a lasting relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. The breaker will go before us. It was Moses who said, Lord, if your presence does not go before us, we're not going. He was saying, if the breaker does not go before us to give us the breakthrough, we're not going to do anything. It was the disciples who said it was faith in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that made this man whole, made this man well. Family, come and reset your faith this morning. Not on the possessions, not on the gift, but place it on the giver once again. When you place your focus on the giver, your trust in the giver, your faith in the giver, everything will change. He will put his peace on the inside of your heart. And when you have that peace, even though there's a storm going on around you, nothing will change. When your faith is in the giver. Even when the gift is taken away, you will still have hope because your hope is not in the gift, but your hope is in the giver of the gift. I'm closing with this. In my personal life and reading the word of God, I've seen the Bible teaches us that the word of God is a lamp unto our feet. Family, allow this word to be a lamp unto your feet. Yes, we cannot see in the future. God knows the future and holds the future. But the word of God is a lamp around our feet to expel all shades of darkness. It's very important to know that Jesus holds your future. Moses asked that God would go before him. The breaker has gone before you. He's busy doing, working in the background. Somebody is busy working out the solution to the situation that we are facing. But we are called to allow the word of God to rule in our hearts, to dominate our hearts, to give Jesus' word the rightful place in our hearts. That word becomes a lamp unto our feet. Psalm 119 verse 105. And as you move, you'll see the light will move with you. I want to encourage you, don't stop moving. Make a decision to walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. He is leading you, he is guiding you by his Holy Spirit. As you put your faith, your trust in the giver, 
you'll see as you seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness, all these things, the gifts will be added. Selah. Thank you for listening to this audio sermon. For more information, please go to our website, www.hoc.org.za. Household of Christ, loving God, loving people.